Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. Please check the link tree in the description and see all of our beautiful, lovely, salacious links to listen to more. Thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to tonight's episode of So You Think You Can Dream. I'm your host, Dream, and with me I also have Dream, 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 and Dream. Hi, I'm Dream. Hi it's, guys, it's nice, I'm it's nice Dream. to be here, Dream. He's in my name. <laughs> yes, as as you may have heard, uh, we are ending. So you think you can fanon? It's gone on for long enough. Uh, none of the jokes are funny. The only person that has any ounce of charisma uh, is long since gone because Sean refused to appear here. So. Uh, we we had to can it. We we can't do it anymore. And well, we we had to move on to something we all unanimously love, and we all love the Dream SMP. Isn't that right, guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I love my favorite Tommy part. In it. Yeah, me too. I like the part Tommy where he's like, it? yeah, I like the part where he's like Wilbur, you know, and like and and then like Wilbur is like trying to do like emotional plot beats, and Tommy is just sitting there going, Yo, Wilbur, Wilbur. Wilbur, what are we gonna do, Wilbur? Lamanberg, Lamanberg, Wilbur. You know, I like that part. My favorite part is when I didn't know any of them. <laughs> That's wow, still my I, favorite part because I still don't know what any of them. Are neither like. do I. <laughs> we have some fake fans in our host. I think we need to cut back on the host guys. I think Dream and Dream are not true to. Dream fans. We need to get them out of here. I'm sorry. Well, I'm Dream spelled D R E E M. Yeah, no, no, and I'm you're, not, you're I'm getting not kicked out. Goodbye, goodbye, Dream with. I'm spelled with a three and a four. Oh, you can stay three and dream. four. Yeah, sure, Quackity, whatever you want to be. I'm pretty sure Mexican Dream is a real know. thing. Is it? It is, according to these tags. Um, that Sean, there's so many tags on this fan fiction. I'm That's afraid. Oh my god, there is fanfic for you. Dead Mexican Dream. What the fuck is that? My favorite is <laughs> They're All Dead, LMAO. Yeah, I just saw that one. No, I like Cause I Love all Doing That. Yeah, Cause I Love Doing That. Everyone ha- here has some sort of trauma. What is Batid? Oh, Beta. I- tags may oh. change. Tags are hard. AO3 tags, freeform. Tags are fun. Therapy. Afterlife is just one big therapy office. Sorry, not sorry. Given that dude a backstory. Oh, man. All right. Well, zero, zero. Dream fans and the non-dream fans. Now that we're we're moving on, I think think we need to look at this piece of literature that we were able to take before our beloved Sean Saxum left in the fuck ship. The fuck ship, the cock ship, the cum ship. Yes. The cum ship. I want to see what Sean has uh, bookmarked on his AO3 account. So he has his own fan fiction. He would another another dream SMP Minecraft fan fiction and another one. It, it says his bookmarks are empty for me. I see. You have to look at uh, the bees one. Mm. I'm on the bees one. Can you count bees? Oh, it's I'm a suit. It's in the suit. I see. I don't know what the yeah. fuck a suit is. Pseudonym. Hold on, we have more Sean Saxon fix listed here. Guys, did we not pay attention to this? Uh, I only see the one, guys. If you, if you go in the top left and click on Suits, 
It's a pseudo name. Can you count bees? Yeah. He has a uh, Detroit become human fic. Okay. A Detroit become human fic. A dream There's SMP t- fic. Detroit become human fic. A dream SMP fic. A Minecraft fic. Although I think it's Dream SMP, it's not tag. Oh my god, there's so many tags. Yeah, he's I don't. Three he, works. He's, he's done a Dream SMP and two Detroit Become Humans. It's actually three, five facts. I'm going over the works. I'm looking at the. If you look under fandoms. I'm seeing three works for Can You Count Bees and one work for Sean. Yes, I'm, I'm seeing, seeing four as well. I'm seeing four. I'm seeing four. I'm seeing five. Where did you find the secret one, man? Just, I think you're looking at just the can you count bees. Whereas if you look at the pseudonyms, it's it's all four. He's got four that he as a human entity has done, but only one is on the Sean account, and then three. Well, which one's the fifth one? You have a five. I think it's the series that you're looking at. The revival of the vengeful. I, I will share my screen and show you. Oh, it is five. Thank you. I'm not insane. Stop gaslighting me. No way. Oh. No, I'm seeing. <laughs> no, it is five. Guy. Okay. <laughs> Kai. <laughs> Don't you start with me. <laughs> I was gonna say no. It's two. <laughs> All right. So I think it's enough. This episode it's, it's is just gonna turn into us counting. <laughs> Uh, I, I think we've teased them enough. If if you couldn't tell, we are going to read fan fiction re- written by our favorite punching bag, Jonathan Saxon. He is not a punching bag. We just really like gaslighting him. That's it, it's different. I swear. We just really like him. Yeah, I do. Smiley face. The anniversary episode. It was like Heart emoji. the first twenty minutes where Sean Saxon sucking episode. Dude, I love. But that was for Sean the last talk. podcast, so it doesn't matter because we're a new podcast. Yeah, we deleted yeah, all those episodes. Lore is gone, guys. Hey, I yeah. heard that there's this new bootleg on the market. No, <laughs> but the lore is gone. Not, not we, 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 the lore is gone. We can't, we can't just ignore it. Uh, I, I want to say That's in the, in the, like the, the post crisis reboot fan and timeline, we got really into, um. Uh, chain of memories i know no not chain of memories the uh the guy who does like I, i'm fucking my own butt with my butt and like the trans wizard harriet po- porber chuck tingle chuck what tingle chuck tingle i love chuck tingle are you not aware of chuck tingle dick I know who Chuck Tingle is. The words that just came, the words that you just said in succession, were we've got word salad going on over here. He has a book called. He has a book called "The Trans Wizard Harriet Porber and the Bad Boy Parasaurolophus," an adult romance novel. And then he also has another book called "Fucking the Butt on My Own Butt." The words that come out of your mouth are antithetical to living. I'm sorry. You know what else is antithetical to living? Not consuming the Dream SMP. True. Ooh. I've never consumed. No, you have. We because this is our podcast where we talk about it every day for the rest of our lives. Yeah, well, I like that's the part starting where today. This is up. the f- this is the first one. Oh, you're like the, the you're new, like the person the learning, new. and we're the person teaching you. Yes. Okay, I understand now. 
I thought you signed on here because you were an expert, but you are a no. fool that we must enlighten, like Christ enlightened his believers. Yeah, like Dream enlightened us to the ways of good content. Like Dream enlightened like us with Dream his face, and we all felt better about ourselves. Like Dude, Dream I came. enlightened us with not cheating in a Minecraft speedrun. He did that? Oh yeah, he did do that. No, sorry, yeah, he I didn't. Yeah, he did not cheat. You're right. Sorry, I I thought I thought Dream the Redeemer was okay. The Redreamer. The Redreamer. <laughs> the Redreamer. Clay the Redreamer. <laughs> All right, listen here, Buckaroo. Dreamer is his word. You can only use Dreamer. <laughs> the Redreamer. All right. All right. Who's who's reading the summary? You, because you're the narrator. Okay. Oh. We've had three different answers in the last five seconds. Who's doing it? No one. Nobody. Nobody's reading it. (laughs) Matt, read the summary. And the notes. And also the fan fiction. Read the entire thing. Alright. One Sean Saxon, also known as Can You Count These? Mm, hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. Black? Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Sean. Hello, Sorry. Sean. It just, it just comes out of me at the moment that hello, I Sean. hear his name. I can't, I can't stop it. But, all right, we got to control ourselves. We got to control ourselves. <sighs> Black, white, and gray. These colors had come to represent the entirety of the world for the unusual duo of failed presidents. Jay Schlatt and Wilbur Soot sat in the sand next to the ocean, backs against the cliff face behind them, staring out into the sea with vacant, pupil-less eyes and neutral faces. Schlatt, wearing his suit and tie loosely, sipped from his bottle of liquor as he looked over the ocean. Wilbur, whose beanie was slipping off the top of his head, sang Jubilee Line, and the opening of your city gave me asthma, with as much emotion as you could dredge up from his static heart. His familiar trench coat, covered in an almost opaque layer of ash, sat motionless on his shoulders, hanging lifelessly like its wearer. Another day in heaven, hell, purgatory, or as Jay Schlatch suggested, the afterlife. The mood would shift when a new arrival began to approach. One, two, three, and four is a story about the life of the deceased on the Dream SMP, the world they inhabit, and the arrival of a tragic old friend to this world. The psychology of the four inhabitants of the afterlife will be explored more in later chapters as the friends learn to cope with loss of their own lives together in a bittersweet story. Who's reading the notes? (laughs) Me. I want to do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I can't really do um do your Sean Sean voice. No, do the Sean. Do Do a Sean voice. Do your best Sean voice. I know you, and I know you can do a Sean voice if you believe in yourself. I can't believe I got so inspired by a child being beaten to death with a raw potato. Please enjoy. (laughs) The afterlife is an idea I randomly had that I believe shifts the concept of the dream SMP in an interesting way. This story will be sad, just to warn you. I truly hope you enjoy. The anime death parade and the 
Hua about death. Man Hua. <laughs> man Hua. I love death. Both really inspired me to look deeper into the psychology of dealing with your own death. And the recent events on the Dream SMP inspired me to use those characters to do a little exploration myself. Edit due to the March 4th, 2021 Tommy in its dream. This is an AU where Tommy doesn't get revived now, LMAO. April edit. It's written just like him. <laughs> I know. It is. It's, it's, exactly it's almost like he talks. wrote the story. It's, yes, it's almost like he wrote it. <laughs> it's it's something that's interesting to me because like I feel the same way um when I read Sergio's SCP fan like not almost a fan fiction, but Sergio's SCP articles. Where I'm like reading them and I'm like, man, Sergio wrote this. Certified like, that's Sergio an moment. Statement, but like I like I'm reading the dialogue and I hear Sergio and I'm like, this is how he talks and how he writes. That's <laughs> fair enough. It, it's it's so weird to me. It is interesting with that. Some people do have like a writing if, style similar I don't know to the. If I write style. how I talk. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I write like a psychopath on purpose <laughs> to make it not sound like me. Maybe if that makes sense. Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. No, that does make sense. What do you think, Matt? Do I write like how I talk? I don't think so. Uh, you write so. far more dramatically than you tend to talk because usually you're very shy when you're talking about things. So okay, like, but here's the enough. here's the thing: is that Kai, if I'm not mistaken, was a theater kid. I was a theater kid. So it's inside of you, like a kid. werewolf tearing your rib cage asunder to come out. <laughs> wow! It crawls out from you when you're writing, and you and you become that person. You become That's that true. theater kid. I guess That's I do, true. too, to a certain extent. You know what? That's why. So basically what we're saying is if you're like a hardcore theater kid, you should die. <laughs> no, okay, maybe not that far. If you're a hardcore theater kid, you have a werewolf inside of you. Inside Damn. of you, there are two Winky wolves. Face. One wants to fuck you. Inside of you is a you. werewolf that should die. There we go. That's the answer we're looking for. Yeah, werewolves Damn. are bad. All right. Okay. Uh, complete the complete the note. Okay. This chapter should function. Oh wait, no, I didn't read the first line. April edit. I'm sorry to say, I likely won't continue writing this series. This chapter should function fine as a one shot. Now, I did write a second chapter, but I've lost motivation to continue the story as I have other creative tasks to focus on. So just treat chapter two and the little half chapter as extras. If you want to see what I'm working on, follow me on Twitch. I'm not reading the link. Twitch.tv uh, slash Sean Saxon. We're not, yes. it's not like we're, we said this was written by Sean Saxon. I'd love to talk to you there. Hmm. So rem we should remember to go screen. talk to him. I think before we start, we should all do our best Sean Saxon impression besides Kai, who already did one. Mm, guys, okay, I love cum. <laughs> I oh, have seen um. that work. No, I wouldn't say that I, like, love cum. I'd say I, like, really love cum, you know? <laughs> My cousin talks... really likes cum. <laughs> he kind of talks like... Like a Canadian person does. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, like, when I'm he just... talks, he always talks like this, and he's just very excited about it. So, so guys... Oh, my God. <laughs> you got his inflection, like, perfect. 
When am I when am I allowed to make the uh, I have a cousin who really likes dot 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 shirt? Whenever you want to. Yeah. Okay. You I can do it do right it. now. But I get all I the won't. I get all the merchandising credit. No, you don't. I mean the you original get jack joke. shit. No, <laughs> we gotta joke. split it. We gotta split it. No, I split I don't, nothing okay, on my red bottle. I, I don't split rights for my jokes. You've heard me grill Sergio over joke stealing my jokes. If right. I don't get credit, I, mean, I get full ego death. You know me. Are we ready to uh are we, are we ready to uh to begin? Yeah, I, I think I'm know, ready maybe. to go. Alright. <laughs> <clears throat> cousin who really likes cum. I have this cousin who really likes Donkey Kong. I have this cousin who'd really like to come on here and shoot you both with a shotgun. I would shoot him. <laughs> One, two, three, and four. Oh, chapter one is uh saline solution Ooh, maybe it's a hospital black no, white a song written by wilbur soot i'm pretty sure it's an insurance company uh maybe but uh I black white and gray it's these actually, colors have come to represent maybe these colors had come to represent the entirety of the world for the unusual duo of failed presidents Jay Schlatt and Wilbur Soot sat in the sand next to the ocean, their backs against the cliff face behind them, staring out into the sea with vacant pupilless eyes and neutral faces. Schlatt, wearing his suit and tie loosely, sipped from his half-empty bottle of whiskey as he looked out over the ocean. Wilbur, whose beanie was slowly slipping off the top of his head, sang Jubilee Line. The opening of Your City Gave Me Asthma, with as much emotion as he could dredge up from his static heart. His familiar trench coat, covered in an almost opaque layer of ash, sat motionless on his shoulders, hanging lifelessly like its wearer. Another day in heaven, hell, purgatory, or a schlatt suggested the afterlife. The dull and uncharacteristic name matched the afterlife perfectly. It resembled the overworld in every way, even following the same flow of time. The afterlife changed as the overworld did, every new building being built and every explosion being detonated happening in real time. Hardly any color existed in this world. The scenery was made up of almost purely shades of black, white, and gray, though black was a rare one. The only other colors to be found came from the afterlife's residence and their clothing. Not that it made much of a difference at that moment, since the only really colorful bit worn between two of them was Schlatt's bright red tie. However, bits of vibrant color could occasionally be seen in the avatars of those still alive in the overworld. The avatars, as Wilbur had taken to calling them, were represented by fuzzy white humanoid figures, vaguely resembling whoever the avatar was meant to represent in the living world. Their clothes were all grayed out, their wardrobe still varied enough for the deceased to tell the difference between them. Jack Manifold could easily be spotted by the headset around his neck, Fundy by his ears, Technoblade by his crown, George by his glasses, Dream by his mask, Tommy by his scarf. Everyone had something. It was a common pastime for the departed to follow them around, trying to guess what they were talking about, why they were doing the things they were doing, who the newcomers to the server could possibly be. However, once the avatars went anywhere Jay Schlatt and Wilbur hadn't gone in their waking life, 
they were forced to stop following. For reasons unknown to both of them, Wilbur and Schlatt were physically unable to enter areas in the afterlife that they hadn't visited in the overworld, buildings included. For Wilbur, he never got to see what happened to Tommy when he walked off with Dream that day, never discovered why he had snuck around Lamanberg with Technoblade, never understood why he had walked into that prison Dream was taken into and never came out of. Schlatt was significantly less bothered by not getting to see what was going on with certain people, as he tended to focus less on one individual, and instead jumped around to survey multiple. Most often, he followed his former secretary, Quackity the Spy, Tubbo, and the Furry. Fundy, it was interesting watching them run their government, even if he only had visuals to go off of. The two often exchanged info on what they saw to attempt to keep a coherent idea of the overworld's events, but their timeline could only ever be vague and confusing. Interestingly enough, whenever anybody felt emotion in the overworld, a slight tint would cover their avatar. A mix of blue and yellow covered Fundy as he hung out with a new beanie capped individual that the dead duo failed to recognize. Pale red and black mixed on Tubbo as he talked to Tommy after the cabinet meeting with Dream, and yellow had shone through Filza and Technoblade as they destroyed Lamanberg for the final time. However, the color of bright red only appeared when someone was in pain, physical or emotional. It originated from wherever the pain was dealt, such as when Technoblade had assaulted multiple people in the community house. Red appeared everywhere he inserted his axe or sword, but when it was emotional, it flowed throughout the entirety of the Avatar. When Tommy walked away with Dream on that day so long ago, his body was coated with the red, as was Tubbo's and most of the others there as well. Wilbur and Schlatt had watched with shared dread, confused and worried about the colors. Curiously, Dream's body never showed any of these colors. He was always white, even while dropping bombs on Lamanberg, and when he was being escorted to the prison, he was just white. Within this strange afterlife, Wilbur and Schlatt held off the slow crawl of insanity with their strange quirks and hobbies, the deceased still had to sleep for some reason, and every time they woke up, everything in their bodies was restored to the same state it had been in when they died. Schlatt could fling his suit into the ocean, but the next day he'd wake up with it on, still unbuttoned and wrinkly. Wilbur could smoke every cigar in the pack he happened to have in his pocket when Philza stabbed him, and the next day they'd all be back good as new. The sensation of smoking was pleasant to him, even if it didn't actually have any calming effect from the chemicals. The action still triggered a Pavlovian response, one which he built up after being exiled from Manberg by the goat. Hybrid, that was now the closest thing he had to a friend. Similarly, Schlatt drank the half-bottle of booze he had died with every day. The bitter taste and the burning sensation in his throat had both disappeared after his death, being replaced with a bitter-sweet emotion whenever he downed it. His alcoholism faded the moment he died, and he had, luckily, experienced no symptoms of withdrawal. However, he was still haunted by all the blank memories in his head, all the moments that he had drowned out. Wilbur could sit around and reminisce all he wanted. Schlatt lacked that luxury, though Wilbur seemed to think of it more as a curse. At that point in time, Schlatt was finishing up the last of his booze for the day, and Wilbur had jumped up in passion as he sang with all the angst he could muster. Oh shit! We didn't choose roles. Yeah, nobody oh. nobody chose roles because we didn't know what we were. I think Jake to. should be Wolver suit because he's singing, and that's what I, I associate suit? with Jacob. 
Suit. 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 Wilbur Suit. Right. Yes. Can suit. I be shellat? <clears throat> There's a reason that London puts barriers on the tube line. Only for his singing to be interrupted by a sizable seashell soaring past his head. They both had the ability to interact with objects in the environment, but only insignificant ones like shells, sand, and dirt. Wilbur tilted his head to dodge the shell with only slight surprise on his face, the shell gliding past him and landing silently in the sand. Would you shut the hell up? I'm trying to watch the sunset in peace. Ah, shut up. It's just a big white ball anyways. What's so beautiful about that? It's way more beautiful than you shouting about women. What, you jealous, you nasty fucking capitalist? Can't you go eat sand or some dumb shit? Don't insult my dietary habits. You can't even taste it, yet you're always sitting there with your mouth full of it. It's fucking crunchy, it calms my nerves. Wilbur kicks a cloud of sand on the former tyrant, who immediately stood up in shock. You like crunchy? This glass bottle is pretty goddamn crunchy, why don't you try it? Schlatt matches Wilbur's kick, though significantly more violently, and yet the sand fails to get anywhere near his head. Go get your horns caught in a combine harvester. The two locked eyes for a moment, both burning with rage. After a moment of silence, they broke into laughter. These arguments... Oh, oh, okay. Only one of us will laugh. That's fine. I, I wasn't given a really... I wasn't given oh, a, like a, a, like a countdown or anything. It's okay. It's okay. I said he, you should, he, he. You should feel it in your soul. You shouldn't need a countdown. You should feel it in your bones. All right. You want to be dream? Balls. Look at me. Look at me. You want to be dream? No, I don't want to be dream. Then why did you introduce us all as dream? Because that's the dream... Because we are dream, whether you want to be or not. So you got to feel are, it in your soul. You two are, like, hurting so, my soul. In your green you Minecraft skill. Let me close my eyes. I'll, I'll harvest the power of dream from dream SMP. Is this like a cult now or something? No, I'm just becoming one with the role. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Being dream. These arguments had become common for them, and although some may have been serious at the beginning, they had become a sort of comforting pastime for them. After all, laughter is the best medicine for those going insane from boredom, and true anger is hard to muster up after a while in the afterlife. Wilbur reached into one of the lower pockets of his trench coat and took out his packet of cigarettes, simultaneously sliding one out and handing it to the goat hybrid. He had started using them after losing the presidency to calm his nerves, Schlatt took it, and Wilbur lit it with a match, also lighting one for himself. The two both sat back down in silence as they watched the tide, smoke drifting into the air and blending into the monochromatic landscape all around them. You know, I actually like Jubilee Line, though Saline Solution is my favorite. Schlatt said, gently breaking the silence between them. Thank you, Schlitt. Why saline solution? Uh, I just like that guitar part. That was a lie, though Schlatt wasn't interested in pouring his emotions out to the English boy. Hmm. In truth, saline solution reminded him of his alcoholism to an almost scary extent, 
Every day he woke up and felt like he was dying from his hangovers, the alarm clock blaring in his mind like a death sentence. The ending of the song reminded him of the ending of his own life. It rises, gets louder and more climactic, and then ends slowly and drawn out. As he laid on that trailer floor, a saline solution to all his problems didn't sound that bad. Hearing the song gave him a bittersweet reminder of how he used to be. Though the guitar was good, too. I like the guitar on that one, too. Though I hate both of the songs. The two chuckled, shifting their legs to a more comfortable position in the sand. Why don't you write something new? I haven't really been able to get any motivation since I, you know, died. All the time Wilbur had spent sitting on that beach with his guitar, in desperation for inspiration, had amounted to nothing. Everything he tried to write felt gray, like the sand beneath his feet and the sky hanging oppressively over him. The closest he got to a new song was replacing Hanadol with alcohol and saline solution to reflect Schlatt's condition, which was kind of funny the first time, but only sad every other time. It's acetaminophen. What? The silence returned. What? Panadol. Panadol? I think it's what the British call acetaminophen. It is indeed. Like aspirin. For aches and boo boos. That's a shame. The silence returned for a while, and the sun began to set in front of them. Although the gray shades provided less beauty than a normal overworld sunset, there was still something enjoyable about it to the two of them. It made the overworld sunsets of their memories more brilliant in comparison. After a while, a small wave lapped up onto the shore, and a small black and white cat crawled out of the ocean. Multiple bruises covering its body. Both of them frowned as it tentatively examined its surroundings. The English boy spoke first. Did Zapnap get bored again? God, I hope not. Remember the dogs? I'll never fucking forget the dogs. The two shivered and got a distant look in their eyes. Whenever an animal is killed in the overworld, it appears in the afterlife through the ocean. Same as people. Naturally, the day that Techno and Dream attacked Lamanberg. Sapnap's dog-killing spree led the late pair to experience a flood of new friends, and it just so happened to be while they were both sitting on the beach. I can still feel the slobber, Schlatt muttered, shaking off the shiver, but Wilbur laughed lightly. Sorry, my brain is aneurysm. Let's hope this is the only visitor we have today. The cat crawled over to Wilbur cautiously, its tail drooping, staring up at the musician. Wilbur crossed his legs, letting the cat rub up against his thigh. He placed his guitar to the side and began to pet the cat, smiling. The goat hybrid smiled slightly as well. Oh, Schlack, have you heard from Mexican Dream lately? The third, usually forgotten late SMP member, Mexican Dream, had in fact come to the afterlife after a while quickly befriending the others. His comparatively lively spirit, though diminished by his sudden death, was refreshing in the drab place. I saw him hanging around yesterday. Not sure where he is now. Wilbur accepted this with a slight nod. When Mexican Dream first came, it took him a few days to accept his death, with Wilbur and Schlatt attempting to console him. He explained the recent events to the other two as best he could, especially Tommy's abuse in exile, the formation of a new government, and the existence of the strange being known as Ghostbur. 
as well as many other pieces of information about the people in the SMP he had been talking to. Hearing of Dream's treatment of Tommy made Wilbur clench his fists until his knuckles were white. Schlatt could have sworn his bones would pop right out of his skin. He felt bad for the kid, too, but he didn't have much room to speak. After their first meeting, Mexican Dream traveled to the location, to the exile location, and stayed there for a while. His mask hid his emotions from Schlatt and Wilbur, but they could tell he was in very serious pain. The former drug dealer eventually came back and began to hang out with them occasionally, but he tended to disappear for long stints of time, likely visiting the remains of Logstadshire. Schlatt eventually stood up, brushing sand off of his pants. I'm gonna go check on the dogs or something. He flicked his cigar into the ocean, letting the tide pull it out, and began to walk away. Have fun, Wilbur said as the cat climbed onto his lap. He scratched it under its chin, enjoying the friendship of the feline. As Schlatt began to walk off, a sudden wave of indescribable emotion panged both of them, making their insides churn like the ocean itself. It's a familiar emotion to both of them. One that Schlatt felt when Wilbur was about to wash up on shore, and one that Wilbur and Schlatt both felt when Mexican Dream was nearby. Both of them silently turned towards the ocean, tension and despair thick in the air. Thoughts racing about who it could be this time. The gloomy atmosphere had shifted to one of fear. The dread was palpable as it hung in the air, each of the deceased's minds uncontrollably rushing to deduce who it might be, Maybe Quackity and Tubbo lost their last lives at the hands of Techno, looking for revenge after his failed execution. Maybe Dream got executed inside the prison. Maybe Mamacita was caught in the middle of a gang war. No outcome was good for any of them. That wave would bring only sorrow. Either through an annoying new member to the group, or showing of a terrible tragedy. I don't know either. I don't know any of their names, though, to be totally honest, aside from Schlatt. Mexican Dream is all I can get for looking up Mamacita. Oh, Mamacita. Mm-hmm. Uh, Girl Dream, or her Mexican name, Mamacita, is a separate character from Dream who resembles a female version of Dream. Just like Dream, she's capable of defending herself. Okay. A wave I started to grow. The same inflection. That's fucked Dragging... up. Dragging... <laughs> dragging a lump along with it. Everything grew darker. Nighttime had finally hit, and the sky was a drab shade of dark gray, but the light hadn't faded that much yet. Schlatt turned back around and got a bit closer, attempting to make out the identity of the shape in the distance. He was less frozen by his thoughts than Wilbur was, who sat completely still, eyes wide and mouth slightly agape. He looked as though he was shivering, even though you can't feel temperature in the afterlife. The smoke from his cigarette twisted and coiled in the air in front of him, floating up and becoming one with the gray horizon. After what felt like days, the wave reached the shore and deposited its delivery, somehow remaining completely dry, even after being submerged in the water. The body belonged to a six-foot teenager, wearing a white t-shirt with short red sleeves, looking as though it had only recently been patched up. Blood streaked past his pupilless eyes, coming from a spot on his messy blonde hair. Purple bruises covered his face and body, none being hidden by the pale blue scarf around his neck, which had soaked up a good deal of blood. Tommy in it laid in the sand, eyes open, his mouth slightly agape in disbelief, an expression that was quickly matched by Wilbur and Schlatt. Wilbur dropped his cigarette, and Schlatt dropped his empty bottle. Both hit the eye 
Both items hit the sand silently. After a moment, the cat meowed at the teenager, and Tommy forced his head to tilt up, and it shook with the effort. His expression was remorseful. He scanned his surroundings as much as he could manage, and then forced a sad smile when he met the shocked gaze of his older brother. Kai. Kai. What is his voice supposed to sound like? British. British and nasally. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Will. He forced out his voice choked by pain and grief. Tommy, Tommy, no, you're joking. Wilbert crawled over to his brother as fast as he could, tears falling into the sand. Schlatt raised a hand to his head and put it into his palm, sighing quietly to himself. Tommy attempted to say something else, but his mouth was held shut by exhaustion, and his eyes soon fell shut as well. His head hit the sand, silent, just like the bottle in the cigarette. Wilbur stared at his pale cheeks, barely able to see them through his blurry vision. The fact that his brother had just come to the afterlife was... It was unacceptable. He had so much life left in him, so many friends that cared and loved about him, and yet there he laid, peaceful and silent. Wilbur kneeled and raised his brother up, cradling him in his arms. No, no, no. One, two... Three and four. Well, guys, what are your thoughts? This was uh, actually pretty well written, even though I I, I, uh, I don't understand this genre. <laughs> why why did he do this to Tommy in it? What did Tommy in it ever do to Mr. Sean's accent? In the lore of the dream message, Tommy in it did die a third time and then got revived by dream. So this is from the perspective of after he died and before what he is, got revived. What is the dream SMP again? It's, that's a good that's question, a Mega Man. Did you ever watch Yogscast? Yes. It's that's like that, but story. everyone is not funny. Damn. Mm. Uh, it's similar to Shadows of His Raffle, isn't it? Actually, I would not say... I don't like how you said that, but... It's not <laughs> similar to Shadows of Israfel, but it is, yeah, like... I, I, I mean, if... The way that I basically see it is like it's a bunch of people having a good time and then they tried to do a Shadow of Israfel in the modern day but instead it of it being work. like like a genuine story it's just all of them fucking around and just trying to it's make pretty, things work. Yeah. So basically okay. it's like a it started out with just them playing Minecraft. Yes. And then turned into a they started adding lore and then they got writers and they made a whole story but then pretty much all the writers left and they kind of continued it for a while despite that and then it ended yeah it ended for a multitude of reasons that uh it's basically just uh one of the prominent characters or players that were going to be in it uh technoblade passed away so they just decided to stop doing it Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's a lot of the charm of like the Yogg's cast has kind of been like it's more nostalgia than it is like entertaining nowadays. But like, I don't know, I, I've never really took an interest. In, sorry. Yeah. April Fool's, by the way, April Fool's. We're not really into dream because we didn't You're know not Mama Cita to is. feel that it's a April Fool's episode. Until Jake ever. Jake. Jake. 
they'll see the day that it's posted. I don't think I need to like explain things. Then why are you explaining things? Because I need to explain the dream SMP bit. <laughs> also, I, well, I, 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 sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. Uh, I what I'm basically I'm just gonna say that like, yeah, it's it's if they took Shadow of Israfel by Yogg's cast and instead of it being just two guys and a bunch of other players taking control of characters. It was just a bunch of dudes having like an improv show. Okay. I don't know what shadow over and like the main fucking like the main character of Tommy uh, is either you you think he's you think he's cute and charming because you know he's a little guy he's a kid or you think he's really annoying. There's no in between. Now, some, something interesting I want to point out on the Dream SMP Wikipedia page under former members. Now, obviously, we have Technoblade, who's he left because he's deceased, rest in peace. Which I actually think that he, the his death announcement was during an episode of our podcast, and we it talked. Was. About I think it, it was. It it one hundred percent was because I feel like at if we were to listen back to it, it was probably announced somewhere while we were recording, just randomly yeah. out of the blue. Yeah, so Something obviously you know, Technoblade deceased, and then you have like a few other members, uh, you know, left, 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 and then Jikishi twenty twenty one permanently banned following grooming accusations. One of oh. these things is not like the others. Damn. No. Yeah. Well, technically, two of them aren't. Well, I mean, when anyone. I don't bat my the, the 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 one that gives me pause is the grooming one, and not the not the deceased one. I mean, deceased <clears throat> is left the mortal plane. It's the same mm-hmm. thing as left. I mean, here's the thing, right? Like when I think when mm-hmm. when anyone like thinks about dream SMP, ninety five percent of the time they're not actually thinking about dream. They're actually talking about like Wilbur and Tommy and Jay Schlatt or whatever. You know, just like that whole thing that happened that. I'm gonna be honest. Dream was not even a player in, like it. It was just Wilbur and like a bunch of other people, and it was all under the Dream SMP banner. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's weird because like I know there's a ton of other players that were in it. James Charles, but I do not buy. I, 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 I did not know that, but. You know, there's there's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack. I think yeah. the Dream SMP would definitely be something I was into if I was 13 when it came out. Because um, I, I, mean, I, I did used to watch a lot of Minecraft YouTubers. Um, Same. Like, uh, I mean, I I mean, I, I guess like watching like like the members of the creatures do like their Minecraft stuff and like uh, I don't know if you knew Paperbat VG uh, or Pbat. Uh, would do these Minecraft movies with Sly Fox uh, that kind of had a plot, which I guess it's like, that would be like proto-Dream SMP. But like, yeah, I feel like I definitely would have been into this had I been like 13. But by the time of like 2020, I kind of just dropped Minecraft. Um, I don't really have old man it anymore. Uh-huh. Bro, you know what I remember from my machinimas in the childhood was... Uh, what? What was it? It was, uh, I think it was Call of Grand Theft Halo, th- or like... Call of Gears Halo, of Halo Theft yeah, Auto Gears 5. Of Halo, yeah, Gears of Halo Theft about. Auto 5. 
and uh, this Roblox Machinima movie called Iron Enforcer. Gears I remember it vividly because it was like it 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 was like movies air quotes of like this one guy and like his superhero life, and there was supposed to be a third one, and it never came out, and I was really sad, but. Man, I remember that. Mega Man 765 with his Mario bloopers. That's how I learned about swearing. Dude, me too, actually. I used to, I wanted to watch, like, funny videos on the internet, but I only knew how to look up, like, Legend of Zelda bloopers or Super Mario bloopers. So I watched a bunch of Newgrounds, like, animations of, like, sprite art. Yeah. Yeah, I got traumatized. I got traumatized by uh, the original flash animation of the ultimate showdown because i saw fucking like batman get shot up and i saw blood and i was like i don't like this and or fucking mr rogers committing seppuku i did not see that i just saw batman get shot and i was like i'm not good at the end end, he commits seppuku i know that now but like when i was a kid i didn't see that I, no, I, I was I, showing the ultimate showdown when I was like 10 by a friend and he was like this is the coolest thing on the internet we watched it and I was like this changes everything <laughs> I I also have a, a story about learning swear words through YouTube videos there used there used to be this thing uh b- before Viacom got super copyright uh take downy of uh edited versions of like Spongebob and like Nickelodeon shows it was m- mostly Spongebob but there were others where they would like chop an episode of Spongebob down to like 10-12 minutes because that it was as long as YouTube videos used to be back then unless you were mm-hmm. a special some, somebody uh, and then they would put like swear word clips over it and me and my little brother thought these were absolutely hilarious and we would watch them all the time and I would learn new swear words. Uh, that's how I learned the word Cleveland Steamer. Um, Do you remember the, um, Grandma's Kisses? Yes, <laughs> Grandma Kisses <laughs> edited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. There's. I don't think there's a single line in that video that you can quote, except for oh, I got yeah. a boner. <laughs> I have got to get my dick sucked. <laughs> that one, uh, there. I. This also might be like early internet thing that I learned because we we're talking about Yogg's gas and stuff. Uh, I like. I love YouTube poops. I still do to this very day. Yeah. But my, there's also another thing I really liked, which was the you know the ABGN. I love Angry Video Game Nerd. However, I was not an angry video game nerd first. I was an irate gamer first. Oh no! I know. Jacob Dude, loves I the love irate Chris gamer. Bors. Are, can you look, Caleb? Uh, the the station that Caleb works at interviews the irate gamer all the time, like once That's a amazing. month. I'm pretty sure he has a show. That is amazing. To. I, I, I didn't watch a lot of YouTube poops except for the machinima ones, but the one that will live in infamy and shaped like like my like 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 the, like the, that like to this day like like I still remember is the Mass Effect YouTube poop that Manslayer did Mass- specifically the lines of uh will bang okay and my my name is Garrus Vicarian and this is my rectum. Do you uh do you guys remember um? Tang- tangentially related mass defect the kitty 0706 stuff yeah uh no i was not in the yes mass team fabulous too i do remember that yeah same, same guy. person i love that stuff god rest, rest his soul also them. yes god rest his soul apparently but, though before we get to... go ahead no no you can finish 
Well, I was just going to say, um, Crank 1 and 2 are referenced in Mass Defect. And Kieran and I, when we first watched as babies, didn't know that. But now we know that. And you watch Crank and you're like, oh, it's the scene from the movie. Yes, it's That's literally cool. shot for shot the finger gun scene. I'll, sh- I'll, do, I'll, shout out, um, I'll shout out Sanity Not Included. Mm-hmm. That was the the fucked up terrible thing that I shouldn't have watched that that shaped my sense of humor to this day. Anyway, sir, it's what were you saying? So funny. I was just gonna say, um, well, I, I, I was like, before we get more on tangents about online stuff, I wanted to get back to uh, I, I wanted to talk specifically about the the fan fiction and not like the you know the the dream the surrounding stuff. stuff. Just I what mean, we read. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the writing on display here. I think Sean is legitimately no memeing a good author. Not, not, not like we've ever memed about liking Sean. No, no, we hate him, but his his writing is really good. Yeah, no, it's it's quite yeah, solid. I agree. Especially considering what he has to work with. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I agree, though. Sean, you should write memeing. other stuff. Uh huh. I'm I'm talking to him like he's here because he's always with us in spirit. You know he's uh, yeah. He's, uh, he's not Shakespeare, but he's a little bit better than that uh, that dream bloke, you know. Who are you? Your mother. Like his, his I, 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 I like I I don't I don't know the characters he's adapting, but I found the dialogue to be very I mean, they're, good. They're, I they're, love they're the real people. They're not really characters. They're characters and real people. They're considered characters in the context of a fan fiction. Yeah, I guess. I mean, content creators tend to be a little bit extra larger than life. Um, especially in the Dream SP where they, they were role-playing and playing characters. Except us. We're we're 100% real all of the time. Yeah, I, I think I can say without certain without any lack of certainty that how i act on this podcast and how i act in person is the same thing and every single person here can back that up yeah that's true oh yeah especially mm-hmm. sergio who is out of everyone here hung out with me more than probably anyone alive besides my roommates damn and even then i was there for a good chunk of that you were you were present for more than it <laughs> Uh, do you do 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 you remember that one one night where we stacked all of our mattresses in uh, James's room <laughs> while he was gone? Oh, we're not we're not gonna go reminiscing now. You're gonna make me feel old. <laughs> Stop it. That was almost half a decade four ago. Years yeah. ago. Yeah, college was four years ago, guys. That that mm-hmm. happened two years ago. Two, two. No, yes? Sergio, that was 2019. Three? That was 20. Sergio, that's Jesus. four years ago, buddy. God. Sergio's getting <laughs> I'm still in college. I never left. Did you? Did Sergio, you, more like senile. Grandpa, did you, did you take your medicine today? Senileo. Sergio is stuck senile-io. in a college time warp. Hmm. Anyways, I do agree though. It was it was quite good writing altogether. I like mm-hmm, the idea yeah. of the afterlife. I like the descriptions of it good prose i liked the uh emotions and physical pain being shown on like the bodies of the avatars that's pretty cool i think what i think the strongest part of it is the uh the contextual 
um, inspiration for it. It's the it's the ideas on display here that I think are the strongest and interesting, mm-hmm. most interesting part of it. Yeah, I I will say that I do wish that there was a little bit more dialogue. Uh, I mm-hmm. think that Sean is a very good descriptive writer, not a very good character writer. I will give. I that think as this my was repeat. intended to be an introduction chapter, based on the fact yeah. that it was an introduction chapter. So I'm assuming there is going to be more dialogue in the later chapters. I don't know. Check chapter two. I uh, guess. Chapter two is just basically all description. Chapter three has a lot more dialogue to it. But... That's probably yeah. I'll, I'll, also, I, I... we should we should probably announce because it says at the end of chapter three that you should check out Sean at twitch.tv slash Sean Saxon. We did show. Oh, we did shout that out one, while you were too. gone. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got a cousin well, who really likes Donkey Kong. I have to go. Uh, yeah, I tell think the we bad gotta news. wrap it up here, guys. I have ninth grade algebra homework I need to get done, or my parents will ground me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, gotta I go have post a, a random a picture on Twitter. History, uh, work that I was way too much that I need to do. Are you being for real for real? Or are you... No, no, because no, 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 he said ninth gosh. grade, so I was calling back to high school where I took AP oh, World History oh. and the homework was way too much. Uh, Fun I fact. Did not, I did not we took that class at the same time, but yeah, didn't we didn't, know we each had other. no idea. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Fun fact, me and Kybert met in, I want to say it was newspaper, but it was actually Good. the like tabletop gaming club. Actually... You were in my freshman biology class. Was I? Yeah. I just I, have a really poor memory then. I met Kai. I just looked Sturgeous completely different. High school graduation party. Woo. Friends ever since. And then, and, well, there was <laughs> like a of. three year gap. <laughs> and then the second time I met you, uh, you came to my house. Crazy. Yeah, burglarized it. Which is really funny. I don't know. Just the thought of that. <laughs> just like three years comes to my house <laughs> and he Shows ate up. a bunch Not of carrots me. he or he stole I your did. carrots and ate them. i ate all your carrots well i told you oh. you could eat them if you will excuse me i i do actually have some stuff i would like to do i have this how to play warhammer 40k video logged up and ready <laughs> do you actually <gasps> yeah is this an april fool's prank no i have bad news I know that there's a rule coming. A, I need a, you a to, new rule set. They're, they're, yeah, the new rule set's going to make that video invalid in like three months. Uh-oh. Well, good. I'm glad that you gave me a time frame. But also, I, I... all of the rules and rule books are going to be free with the next edition. So you don't have to uh, find alternative sources anymore. Not that I would ever condone doing anything illegal, because that would be bad. No, actually, actually, I'm going to put my foot down. Don't pirate the rule books because the cover art on the rule books goes hard. I specifically That's bought the, the ninth edition rule book because the cover is awesome. The one where Gilliman and Abaddon are fighting? Yeah. Yeah, I own that one too. Yeah, I love the Dream SMP. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Technoblade says Blood for the Blood God. That's a Warhammer reference. That is a Warhammer reference. I do know that. All right. Well, All right. Let's uh, let's let's call it there in a minute. We're done in it. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
Bye. Bye. We love you. Uh. We love you. Oh. Oh.